In today's episode, we chat to the host of Australia's number one marketing podcast, where he shares his top tips for marketing your business for free. Welcome to the Trading's Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership, so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. G'day listeners, welcome to the Tradies Business Show. My name's Warwick from Tradies Business Toolkit. And I'm Michaela from Tradies VA and we have somebody today that we both must say contributed towards the creation of this beauty that is our show. Absolutely. I didn't uh, didn't say it to Timbo during the interview because I didn't want him to get an even bigger head. G'day Timbo. But uh, this podcast... I, I can pretty safely say this podcast wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for today's guest. Yes, so. and I've listened to many, many of his uh, episodes and really loved his podcast, which is the Small Business Big Marketing Show. Mm. And it's often ranked uh, number one in Australia and ranks all around the world. So it's uh, one of our favourite ones and besides ours... Yes. Another one you should suggest uh, listening to. Absolutely. And I, I've, I've recommended it to a lot of my tradie clients over mm-hmm. the, the last couple of years. And certainly from a, a content marketing point of view, I think uh, Timbo was really at the forefront of that industry using podcasting as, a, as another marketing tool. So if you are thinking about starting a podcast to, as a way to market your tradie business, he's certainly uh, another man to check out. But um, yes, I was... Uh, I was blushing a little bit today, Michaela. You were, you were. <laughs> I was it's very excited. We've got someone that knows what they're doing on the show, and <laughs> we really don't. So. Uh, and we had a minor technology fail as well, so uh, we had to resort to the backup system. But anyway, we we got the interview done, and uh, there really was some gold dripping from the uh, tradies business show ceiling today to steal one of Timbo's lines. But some awesome marketing tips in here. Some great nuggets. Yes, is another great one that he uses. <laughs> but uh, he's all about helpful marketing and. And a lot of the tips that he shares and his view of marketing for trade businesses are things that actually don't cost you anything. Mm, yep. And it's all about being helpful and providing an amazing customer service. So we hope you will enjoy this interview with Timbo Reed. Absolutely. So welcome to the show, Timbo Reed. Warwick and Michaela, it is an absolute pleasure to finally be invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think we were stalking you for a while, mate, and... I know Michaela gets a little bit sort of blushy when we get the uh, the oh. geeks on, but I have to admit, mate, I, I think I'm blushing a little bit today, Timbo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcasting royalty on the Tradies Business Show, mate. So uh, You're only human. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Timbo, uh, tell us a bit about your journey, mate. I know it's, it's a very colourful one, but um, how did you get to be, you know, small business, big marketing and, and sort of famous podcaster in Australia? Give us a bit of your journey for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, colourful is interesting. I would consider like a film like The Godfather colourful. <laughs> mine, mine has more been a progression. Um, oh, look, uh, really simply, guys worked in the cubicle, which none of the tradies listening would understand. Um, <laughs> I was in, in corporate for about twenty years. You know, did my time, learned some great stuff, uh, wonderful disciplines. We, you know, worked in a big advertising agency, was the marketing manager of Flight Centre, did all that stuff, and then realised that 
Um, there was something uh, not congruent with who I was and what I wanted to be going forward. Um, I wanted freedom. I didn't want people breathing down my neck. Um, I loved speaking to small business owners about helping them with their marketing, and they listened. They didn't want to have a meeting. They just wanted ideas that they could implement, you know. And so I started a marketing consultancy about seven years ago. Two years into that, um, I needed a point of difference like we all do, like every single one. It's like it's a, every crowded, every marketplace is crowded. So what was going to set me apart from all the other marketing consultants out there? And I started a podcast with a mate of mine and it, it got traction. It got it, it slowly, slowly built an audience. Um, it allowed myself and at the time my co-host Luke to express our opinions, to give something back. And that podcast uh, 225 episodes down the track has has changed. It changed my business actually. It stopped. I stopped consulting, and it's now allowed me to travel the world speaking to small business owners, to have an online forum, to um, write a book that's nearly finished. So, you know, still allows me to give back to the small business community, but um, has done it in a way that I never expected. So that's that's the short version, guys. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So it's a uh, small business, big marketing podcast, and it's basically number one in um, small business marketing ideas in Australia and probably across the world, Timbo. I'm, I'm not sure there, but certainly something I love about the podcast is you get small businesses on, you talk about what they've done and what's been successful, and there's always things that people can take away from what you've said in the episode, no matter what their business. So mm-hmm. what are you finding over those 200 interviews are some of the real common things these successful small business all seem to do or implement? They have a, a, an utmost respect for marketing, Michaela. They, they just they realise that marketing is actually like the lifeblood is the oxygen of a successful business and they don't they don't um suggest they know everything about marketing but they make a point of marketing being a fundamental pillar of how they build their business so um they are willing to therefore go out and learn so another another consistent trait amongst all the successful small business owners that I've had on my show is that they're into personal development they if that means going and learning an aspect about marketing or taking the leap and employing someone to do their marketing or whatever it may be, they never, ever stop learning. And whilst some of the people that I've um, had on my show have been outrageously successful, they're humble enough to know that they don't know, to admit that they don't know everything and they go out and develop that. And the third thing is they're just action takers. They They just roll up the sleeves and go and get stuff done. They go and try new things. They're open to new things. They challenge new things. And if they don't work, they don't, they don't, you know, lower the shoulders and go, Oh, you know, bloody marketing. It is a dark art. No, no, no. They'll, 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 they'll make little changes. They'll make little adjustments and try again. So for example, if it was like, if they embarked on an email marketing strategy, for example, then, they might muck around with the headline. They might muck around with what the pages they link to, the copy they use, the time of day they send it out, and they just keep trying. But they're, they're real action takers. So there's three things that really, um, for me, have been standout um, traits of successful small business owners. So 
Timbo, and they're all great points, mate, and thank you for sharing those. Uh, my pleasure, uh, Walker. <laughs> uh, mate, tradies. Uh, we, Michaela and I both work with tradies individually as well as obviously, uh, you know, talk to our listeners via the show. Time is, is obviously a big factor for, I think, every small business owner would say they, they're restricted on time. How do, how do tradies get the time to go and do those three things and perhaps, you know, really get outside their comfort zone and start twiddling the dials with uh, websites and content marketing and everything when they just don't have time? I don't see why tradies are any different to any other business owner, number one, but um, there are, I guess, some things specific to tradies. Um, I, I see a tradesperson as, like, like many small business owners, we're, like, we're creative people like the sparky or the chippy or what's what's the slang for plumber <laughs> drippy i don't know i just drippy, lost, we just lost all the plumbers mate <laughs> <laughs> you know like they're creative people i mean you know what they do is creative not i don't mean like an artist creative but you know their ability to build things well you know a chippy is for sure i mean god i've got so much admiration for people who can build stuff but, you know, these people are creative by nature, like many of us are, and as a result, their business acumen uh, isn't what it could be, right? Mm. And number one complaint about tradies, why don't they turn up on time? You know, we know that. And it's like they just – I've always said if you could get a tradesperson who had unbelievable skills as a plumber or a chippy or a sparky or whatever and – amazing business acumen, then they're going to be a wealthy person, wealthy in terms of finances, in terms of the time they have to do stuff, in, to- in terms of work-life balance. Mm. Because, you know, I look at tradies and like many small business owners, they're probably a little bit out of balance. They've kind of nailed their skill sets. But in terms of running a business, they're probably really struggling. Um, and so that how do they therefore go about addressing that? God, well, you know, they've got to put the time aside, you know, and like easier said than done, but be a bit smarter in the way they go about running their businesses. Get a, get a coach, get a mentor, find someone in an industry of the, the same industry as theirs or in an unrelated industry that they admire who's doing stuff that they wish they could be doing. Um, you know, don't, don't um, look at this business stuff as, you know, uh, a pain and it's because it's not going to go away, you know, like master it and um, and get on with it. And don't be overwhelmed by it. Just, just choose one thing that you'd like to nail properly, excuse the pun, and, and, um, <laughs> and, and, and get on with it. Because otherwise, you know, one of my favourite sayings, if you, if you think what you've always thought, you'll do what you've always done. And if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. Yeah, so true. And, I mean, it is the same problems faced by traders and any other small business, and you're right in that. And Okay, sometimes they need to look at their clock a bit more and, and turn up on time, which is something free they can do to turn around their business. But anyway, that's another episode, <laughs> which we have mentioned many, many times. Right. But um, 
I forgot what I was going to say. Right? <laughs> oh, Michaela. <laughs> you forgot. were going to say, how good is the small business big marketing show? <laughs> uh, how many shameless plugs can we fit in one episode, Timbo? I've only given you one so far. Uh, that's good, mate. Hey, uh, I had a question for you, mate, and it was around that time thing. What What are your time, uh, well, not time management secrets, but self-discipline or self-mastery secrets around time for you yourself? I do think, Walker, that we we fit into the we fit the work we have into the time that we've allocated. So if we've allocated three hours to do a job, we'll do it in three hours. Where I've found that if you allocate, if you're a bit smarter in the amount of time you allocate to a job, then the more likely you are of being able to get that job done quicker. Mm. You know, and mm. I realised that when I left corporate, it was like. I look back and I go, geez, I had eight hours a day, nine till five, and generally it was long. It was like eight till six to get the job done. And that was when I was expected to be in the cubicle and that's when I was expected to do the work. But now that it's my business, it's like, you know what? I reckon I can get that done in half an hour and I'll do it, you know, in half an hour and then I'll move on. So um, being a bit more um, deliberate in the amount of time that you allocate to a job I think is a really good thing. And um, I personally, there's two schools of thought here. I like to start with the easy stuff and build up a momentum to the hard stuff or the stuff that I don't enjoy doing um, because that just feel, I feel as though I've got a few runs on the board and I tick a few boxes and cross a few things off the list and then I kind of feel like I'm moving forward. The other school of thought, which is a book written on it, which is called Eat That Frog, which is, is do the hard stuff first, just go and eat the frog. And then everything else will be easy after that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm the first school, but um, there there are a couple of there are a couple of things that I do. And that said, mate, you know, like um, I haven't mastered that time thing. You know, there's I've I've got frogs to eat that I'm just not getting around to doing because it's like, oh, it just it does my heading. So it sounds like you're uh, channeling channeling a bit of Tim Ferriss as well there with the whole time thing. And how oh, it takes am to I? do something. Sounds a little bit like that. Uh, I haven't heard his his episode on that, but um, he's a smart fellow, the old Tim Bowie. <laughs> Must be something in the name, hey, Tim. Yeah, and Tim Ferriss. <laughs> um, yeah. That was but, the second but, shameless plug, mate. Correct, correct. So, yeah, they're, they're the, the other thing, too, is like um, I like the idea of delete, delegate, or do. Mm. So, like, write a long list. If there's, if if there are any tradies listening, and I'm guessing there are, hopefully. it's like, yeah, hopefully, write a list of everything that you have to do in your day, everything, personal and business-wise, and then um, delete what really doesn't need doing. Like, you could you, your business or your personal life could really live without it, right? Um, so just delete it, never to, be, never to look back. Delegate the stuff that you like to do because you're a control freak, but really other people could do it on your behalf. So go out to, you know, and find, create a virtual, for me it's a virtual marketing team, but it could be a virtual team. So find a bookkeeper, find a copywriter, find um, an editor, whatever it is. And then once you've um, uh, deleted, delegated, the, the, the rest is do, and that's the stuff that you do. And the stuff that you do should have the biggest impact on your business. The stuff that's going to, if you do that, is going to move your business forward in some way, shape, or form. Hey, 
Timbo, I've got another question for you, mate, funnily enough. Phew. Uh, given this is an interview. Mate, is there one marketing strategy or stream, and I know this this is going to be a bit of a, uh, well, not so much controversial, but uh, perhaps Ooh. a little bit of a silly question to ask, but yeah. I often get asked by tradespeople like, Warwick, what, what's one marketing thing that I really should be looking at for my business? Is there one that our listeners should be considering above all others? Uh, it, it's it's interesting question because it's like how long's a piece of string, and it's really dependent upon where the person listening is at with their business. But I'm going to answer that from a consumer's point of view, which as marketers, we should be looking at our business through the eyes of the consumer, of your customer, not through the eyes of the business owner or the marketer. You know, so I'm going to answer it as as a punter, mm-hmm. and for tradies. My experience of tradies, really look hard at your customer service offering. Really look hard at it. Is it is it good? Is it bad? Where could it be improved? How could you make your clients go wow to the point that they're going to tell others via word of mouth and word of mouth, right? And that could be as simple as a Sparky who comes... I had a Sparky in on Friday. Um, he didn't overwhelm me, um, but he did the job. But I would have loved to him to have come up afterwards and said, hey, listen, I've fixed those lights in your kitchen. I've tested the PowerPoints as well. I noticed one wasn't working. I've fixed it. No charge, no worries. Just wanted to let you know. That type of stuff, you know. Um, uh, a tradie who calls me 15 minutes out and says, I'm around the corner. Be there shortly. Mm. Even if they're running on time. Or if they're early, ring me and say, hey, listen, no dramas if you can't, but I can get there half an hour early. You know, this is not brain surgery. None of that costs any money. That's right. But, boy, it leaves a good taste in your mouth. So, really, mate, it, it comes down to wowing your customers. Yeah. Yeah, and not even in a... I talk about I talk a lot about helpful marketing and I'm I talk a lot about amazing marketing. Amazing marketing is like second third tier where it's time to really step things up and you may have to spend a bit of dough. So let's put the amazing marketing aside aside and let's just be helpful. And and it's it, it is it's just being helpful and it's like it's not costing any money, you know? It's just just putting a smile on the dial of your customer. Ain't that hard? Why did you choose that Sparky, mate? What was what was the decision process there? Bloke from the local sailing club. <laughs> so word of mouth so, referral. Uh, well, not really, because he's just been like he is. He's just down at the club where where we're members, and I I just here's my thinking with tradies, um, rightly or wrongly, they. They deal in a dark art <laughs> like I do. <laughs> they don't know what I do. I don't know what they do. And I want to know, like, yeah, I just don't – I don't want to be ripped off, right? Yeah. Um, I had a whole lot of down lights that had blown. Um, this Sparky was great. He, he, like, I didn't know what the tra- – I didn't know they had transistors in those down lights. I didn't know – when he showed me the transistors, like shit, that's big. That's a big thing. That must cost a hundred bucks. No, no, they're ten bucks, <laughs> right? Right? 
and, and it's like that's great so i like that thanks for educating me thanks for telling me that i now feel i don't i don't want to learn how to change a downlight but i i i i just want to know what's going on you know yeah and so one of the big things that um, we do with clients is a lot of their marketing, this whole online marketing and social proof and all that's so big for them. And it all comes into that helpful marketing that you talk about a lot, Tim. So mm. online, how can a tradie be helpful? What are some of the things that you've seen with your clients and guests that have been really successful for, for mainly people that do work on the road? So helpful marketing um is a simple concept which basically says, hey, Mr. Business Owner or Mrs. Business Owner, you're standing on a mountain of knowledge. You know a lot about the industry in which you operate. Um, why don't you share it? Why don't you share it openly and freely with your clients and your prospects so that they see you as an opinion leader, a thought leader, someone to trust? Price becomes less of an issue and they're going to come to you every time because you're on top of their shopping list because you are helpful. And if you take it step back from that being helpful just be a just be a human being for a minute not a, not a tradie or a marketer or a business owner being helpful is a really cool thing it's nice to be helpful it's nice to to offer help to someone it releases dope the dobermans i always say it releases the dopamine in your brain <laughs> hopefully not the dobermans mate. <laughs> yeah correct and it makes you feel good um and when you are helpful people appreciate it and they tell and they'll tell others so that's the premise of helpful marketing. How can a tradie apply helpful marketing? Well, we've given a couple of examples around customer service. You talk about online, Michaela, and about the website. Like, think about all the questions a tradie gets every week, week in, week out. How much does it cost to work with a tradie? Um, how do I change a light bulb? How do I change a light bulb? Um, what happens when my toaster um, blows or a fuse goes or all these questions and go and create a piece of helpful content that responds to each and every one of those questions. So um, you might answer that question by the form of a blog post, a, the written word, by a series of photos that you take with captions explaining what's going on and how to fix it. Um, it might be a video or a piece of audio. Now, that's good on a whole number of levels because if you have that content living on your website, Google are going to love you because when someone Googles um, how to change a light bulb, um, you have a better chance of coming up. And we could go into the detail of that, but trust me, I'm a doctor, right? <laughs> Secondly, um, when um, a client rings and has problems with, for example, their downlights, you know, imagine if... My my trainer. I was going to use my guy anyway because he's a, he's a member. Of, you know, I know him. Um, but imagine if I didn't know him and I was just starting to establish a relationship with with the Sparky. He sent me a video he'd created that went for a couple of minutes explaining download downlights. See, I thought the I thought the globes had gone gone, and I was replacing globes, and the, the new globes weren't working. Then he explained this concept of transistors and how they burn out and blah blah. And if he had sent me that video, it would have been pretty cool. I wouldn't have gone and bought the transistors and replaced them, but it would have. I would have thought, hey, this guy is onto it. He 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 knows what he's doing. Now the tradies listening, Michaela, are all going, geez, if I show them how to change a light bulb, then they're not going to ring me. Well, they are. There's a great case study of a business in the states which has now been bought by Best Buy, so they've lost a bit of the kind of 
colour and fun they used to have, but it was called Geek Squad. And Geek Squad was this bunch of geeks who would come to your home and install software onto your computer, set up your Wi-Fi, um, install your home theatre, all that type of stuff. And they would just have a, a, a series of videos, hundreds of videos about, you know, um, every question you would have that was geeky. And the owner of Geek Squad was once asked, you know, by you putting all those videos out, don't you just lose a whole lot of customers because they do it themselves? And he said, not at all. Our best customers are those that watch our videos and think they can do it themselves, <laughs> right? So, you know, again, be helpful. It will come back uh, in spades. And, and getting back to that thing about time, the one thing I love about tradies that I go on all about is, you know, they've got their smartphone, it's got a video. They can be doing this video on the job as they're doing it and uploading it within a couple of minutes. It's not mm-hmm. something they need to hire a crew and set aside any time. They're doing video material every single day that they're going yep. out. And for them, it's so much easier now with things like smartphones. They can just upload straight to YouTube and their website and away they go. So they're really in a great market to take advantage of this stuff. Absolutely. And, 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 and kind of that rough kind of production is cool. Like the, the sound needs to be right, like getting the audio right is really important. But after that, Shooting, I call you know, like a selfie video. Doing a selfie video when you're on the job, um, you've got the broken part or the, the problem in front of you. I, I did, I've got a video strategy that I just haven't launched yet. You know, I've done, I've got 29 videos sitting there, but it plays into exactly what you're talking about, Michaela, which is last year I was on the road a lot. I visited eight countries, traveled around Australia a lot speaking. And I was doing these selfie videos when I saw a marketing problem on the road. So, for example, um, I was on Hollywood Boulevard in L.A. and I noticed that on the Hard Rock Cafe sign, the R was was not working. You know, there was the globes were broken. So it was the Hard so Rock I, Cafe. Correct. It's the Hard Rock Cafe. Exactly. <laughs> ex, ex, actually, exactly right. And it's, so I got the selfie video going. And I've just gone, g'day, you know, it's Timbo Reed here. As you can see behind is the Hard Rock Cafe sign, the R's out. That is a classic example of poor brand management. Let me tell you about good brand management. And then I went on for 50 seconds about good brand management. Bang, you know, that's it. Top and tail it with a nice little intro and outro, you know, animated logo or something. And that's the start of a, of a helpful marketing strategy. Mm. And I also recommend, you know, boys, when you're out there, make sure you're not showing any crack and pull out your pants before you hit record. No, but girls, if there's any cleavage to be shown, <laughs> let it out. Ah, uh, dear, oh dear. All right, let's move on to something a little more business-like. Uh, Timbo, yeah. <laughs> this is a professional podcast, Timbo. Uh, okay, we'll start now, I suppose. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hey, um, are you a DIYer, Timbo? Like doing stuff around the house? Yeah. Not in a million years, mate. Yeah, you don't know. Not, not, not with these soft little hands. <laughs> You've got office hands, mate. Mm. What's um, mate? What's your best trading experience? So you talked about the Sparky before. Um, incidentally, did you give him some feedback? Uh, no, and I'll tell you why I didn't. Because I'm in, I'm big time into feedback because I love feedback myself. Mm. Um, I love constructive feedback, but I know this guy pretty well, and he's not open to it. It's, mm. it's um, I, I've got, I've got to the point of feedback where I have a radar now where I want, I, I, off, I just wonder, I'll be in a cafe, I could be anywhere and go, is this person open to some feedback, 
And if I think they are, I'll give it to them. Mm. And if they're not, then I just go, you know what? I'm just wasting my breath. Yeah. It's from my perspective, mate, I think it's a great tool for um, our listeners, of course, is to ask proactively for feedback. What's, what's your view on, uh, I guess, customer surveys? I don't like that term, but, you know, proactively going and asking people, hey, how did we do? You know, give us some feedback. Do you know, I've got a term, Walker, for people who ask for feedback or ask questions of you and don't implement. <laughs> what is do you it? know what it is? Oh, tell me. Ask whole. <laughs> we should have told you at the start of the show, mate, this is a G-rated program. G-rated. I said ask. <laughs> That's, what did you think it's I said? Ask. A-S-K. He was very clear, Warwick. I, I know, know I know. I was, I've got my headphones Thank on. you, Michaela. Yes. But it's, it's true, though, mate, it's, and it's a good point. No point asking if you're not going to implement it, hey? No. Don't ask. Don't ask and be open. Be open. Don't take things personally. Um, if, if the feedback is something that you don't want to hear, just thank them. Thanks, thanks for that feedback. Really appreciate it. You know, move on. If it's something you think, oh, there's something in that, then go and implement it for God's sake. Go and try it, you know. It's very That's interesting because uh, one thing our team does is actually do follow-up calls to customers after tradies have been just to get that kind of feedback. And, you know, some guys are really open to it and take it. Other guys, we've got to be very diplomatic in how we actually give the feedback that we got from the customers back to the guys. So it is so true that, you know, they get that information and it's worthless without actually doing something with it and having an open totally. mind with it. Yep, yep. And if you, the minute you think you know it all, uh, you might as well shut the gate. Hey, Timbo, thousand tradies in a room, mate. You're uh, up the front presenting, which I know you're used to these days. Uh, mm-hmm. But what advice or uh, I suppose, what would you implore them to do in their businesses uh, before you leave the stage, mate? Listen to this episode because I've given it all. <laughs> I like it, mate. This is See, this is why you're podcasting royalty, Timbo. <laughs> Got an answer you know, for everything, mate. Well, you know, well, seriously, I mean, you know, I, th- I feel like we've covered a bit of ground here. We've shared a bit of gold, and um, there's some there's some good stuff there. And, and you know, the bigger picture there is listen, um, get into some personal development. You know, don't you know? I I, I wonder whether some tradies, and I'm going to be a bit stereotypical here, but just never grow up, right? And you know, they get their qualification, they learn how to do what they do, but they never kind of, you know, the idea of future learning or personal development or being a better you is something that maybe just sits a little bit uncomfortably with them. They might get stirred up by their mates, you know. It's not very manly. Uh, not very manly. Um, get over it, boys. You know, um, well, don't get over it if you just want to continue down the track that you're going. You know, if you're happy with your your lot, then just keep on going. But um, I'm guessing most aren't, um, and there's always room for improvement. Um, someone has to be the most helpful in your industry. Someone has to be the best in your industry. Um, may as well be you, you know. So um, ne- never stop learning and, um, and and just be open to new ways of doing business. Great. And over 200 episodes of the show, what are some of your highlights that you think are really good episodes that uh, perhaps tradies can listen to and, and get to know a bit more about you and what your message is? 
Do you mean like specific um, specific uh, episodes that I've done, Michaela? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's just like it, it, I am just I I, I get so honoured by the stuff that people share on my show. So you know, like there's just there's gold in each episode. So it's hard to identify one because I'm just thinking from a tradies' point of view. You know, listen to Joshua Nichols from Platinum Electricians. You know, he's he's a, he's a, he was a he is a tradie now. He's got a twenty million dollar franchise. Um, listen to um, Melissa Maker from Clean My Space, who used to be a cleaner in Toronto, cleaning homes, and now she's like the Martha Gardner of cleaning in Canada. Um, she was one of my favourite episodes, actually, about yeah, how, how video but, turned her business around. Video Turner, and me too, love her, love her. She just continues to to shine. Um, listen to my interview with Warwick Kappa because you'll have a laugh, <laughs> but realise that anyone can make anything out of any out of not a lot, you know. <laughs> um, um, I also loved um, Brad Smith from Brat yeah, Motorcycles. Brad. Yeah, yeah, I think his episode was just to not take no for an answer and just keep pushing it. I think it really hit home for a lot of our particular listeners. Yep, I agree. Uh, Carmen Signov, I can never pronounce her name, but she has a, a gym in New York called Urban Martial Arts and just this wonderful balance between old school marketing and, and new school marketing. So, look, there, there's plenty there and um, – I just think, you know, we spoke about this before we hit record, Michaela, but the idea, it is overwhelming. You know, like I, I, you know, I could quite easily say just go and subscribe to the Small Business Big Marketing Show and it'll be a happy day. But don't subscribe if it's going to overwhelm you. You know, you're already listening to this podcast. What you should do is choose that mentor or series of mentors that you believe are going to help change your business for the positive. And that could be an author. It could be a podcaster. It could be someone in real life who lives in the same suburb as you and who's now retired and has time to share their wisdom with you. But just choose who those people are going to be and lock into them and delete everything else. Delete all the other emails you've subscribed to. Throw the books away that you're not going to read and just zone in on the, st- the people that you want to trust and go for it. Awesome advice, mate. So, uh, mate, I know you're a busy man, but before you go, uh, what's next for Timbo Reed? And, well, I know you've got a few things in the pipeline, mate, but can you share any, uh, like, inside information on what's, what's uh, happening next for you, mate? Mate, I've just got um, – uh, I still smash out an episode every Tuesday. Um, I've got a book coming out. In the next eight weeks, I have, um, which talks a lot about the kind of things we've touched on today. Um, I have got a lot of speaking engagements um, in the pipeline coming up for the year. That's the kind of that's the main thing I do these days, Walker. So I, you know, I just love that, and I love sharing um, from stage. Uh, I am. I really want to put on my own live event this year. I speak at a lot of other people's events, but I do love the idea of putting on my own and bringing my tribe together. I just haven't quite got my my head around that one. Um, it feel, it actually feels big in my mind because I want it to be really special and I, I may be over-engineering it. Um, I'd like to do that. Um, 
that's it. I'm recovering from a busted elbow. <laughs> fell off my push bike. So I wasn't going to mention it, mate, but uh, uh, well, now that you've brought you know, it up. <laughs> you know, so I want to get fit again. I've put on a few kg since that. It happened a couple of months ago, and that shits me because I want to just keep going on and, you know, maintaining a level of fitness because, you know, as a non-tradie, as an office bloke, which is genuine, you know, you're either in the office or you're not, and I am, and um, you get a bit kind of um, uh, desk-bound, which I don't like. So, yeah, that's a bit of what's going on. Cool, mate. Well, look, uh, thanks again for coming on the show, Timbo. I, uh, I'm feeling a little tongue-tied today, mate, in your presence. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get on your boys and girls. There's, there's been some gold in there, listeners, as Timbo says, dripping from the, uh, the tradies' business show ceiling today that's for it. a change. Uh, so thanks again, mate. And uh, by all means, listeners, go subscribe to Timbo's podcast, Small Business Big Marketing, and check out his website as well, smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Did I get that right, mate? You did, buddy. Brilliant. Spot on. Brilliant. Great. Thanks, Tim. Cheers, mate. Hey, thanks, Michaela. Thanks, Walker. Pleasure. So thanks, Tim, for joining us. I think that was a great episode. And what I learnt was that Warwick has another nickname, Walker. Oh, here we go. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I have I have one uncle, and my dad comes from a big family, that has called me Wok or Walker my whole life, and I've never really liked it. <laughs> but I wasn't going to pull Timbo up. Oh, I wish I'd had my uh, phone out to take a picture of your face <laughs> when you said that, but uh, I'll get gold for that for, for uh, ages now. It's going to so. stick. I reckon it's going <laughs> to stick now. There'll be people calling me Walker all over the place. But uh, anyway, it's not so bad. I've been called a lot worse than that. Well, hopefully you got a lot out of today, and I must say there was a lot that our – Listeners can take away and, and make immediate changes in their business, and that's what this show is all about, yeah. as well as a new word for your vocabulary. Yes, Walker. But yeah, I. I An asshole. I, I yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I think that tied back to uh, Tim's comments about getting out there and doing stuff, you know, mm. the delete, delegate, and do that he talked about. And for me, it really is about the do side of things, make decisions. And do stuff because it's it really is the best way to learn. It's not the only way to learn, but that uh, getting out and getting experience by having a crack is uh, one of the best ways to actually learn stuff. Yeah, and if something doesn't work, it doesn't mean stop. Just try something different. So if a particular marketing campaign or a newsletter went out didn't work, doesn't mean that's the end. Just keep trying, tweaking, testing, and you know you'll find success. So just don't give up. That's right. And don't give up on getting paid by your customers either. So uh, our, our show supporter is Myob PayDirect. Uh, they're a great little mobile payment solution. Um, so if you're finding that cash flow is a bit of a challenge or you're not getting paid as quick, quickly as you would like, uh, go and check it out. It's um, going to allow you to collect your payment on the spot via the mobile card reader. So go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash myob and uh, check out the offer they've got for you there and if you want to never miss another episode of this fantastic podcast that i know is a highlight of your week twice a week make sure you hit the subscribe button on itunes and while you're there hey we want to know that we're doing okay or we're doing not that great so make sure to leave us a rating and review and uh we're looking at a, a little competition coming up over the next few weeks and we'll endeavour not to be ask holes, and we will do something about the feedback that you send us. So uh, please leave us a review on iTunes, listeners. Cool. Okay, till next episode. See you later. All right. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.